Pastor Byron Curry with BKC Lifeline Ministry, a conversation to live by. So glad to be able to start your day with you today. This is the day that the Lord has made and we, did you hear me? And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. So excited for one more day, one more day in the land of the living. This is Tuesday, everyone. This is Tuesday. We are so grateful to be able to share with you the faith, share with you in joy, share with you in peace, share with you in this fantastic word that God is going to pour out on all of us today. Come on, somebody. Let's give God some worship. Let's give him some praise. Send those heart emojis up. Come on, let's worship his name. Father, we bless you. We, ex we exalt you. We uh, give you uh, glory, honor, and praise. We acknowledge you on this great day. We celebrate you. We thank you for all that you are doing in our lives. Thank you for my brothers and sisters in the faith who you have woken up this morning, giving them another opportunity to experience your love, your grace, your compassion, um, your sovereignty, to see you as who you are. You are faithful. You're loving. You're kind. 
Father God, you are a provider for us. Father, we thank you. We thank you so much, Father God, for choosing us for this day. Now we are excited to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. We will not begin this day without seeking thy face, seeking thy face early this morning. Father, we know that, Lord, that without you, we can do nothing. So we're seeking you, Father God, to direct our path today, to navigate us through this day. And so, Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that your word will be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus for our brothers and sisters all over the world. Thank you so much for letting lifeline uh, reach all over the world. And so, God, we pray for our brothers and sisters everywhere. We pray, Father God, for their strength, their encouragement, their motivation. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus for their healing their happiness, their peace, uh, Father God, their joy. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that Lord, as your word says, all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to your purpose. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that it be done for them today. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for what you already have planned and in store for us, even though we make plans for ourselves, even though, Father God, we, 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 dream of doing certain things, but God, you said in your word that there is a plan that you have for us, not of evil, but of good, and to bring us to an expected future. God, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, for your plan for our lives. Now, Father God, as we settle ourselves in uh, this morning, Father God, to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church, speak to us, Father God. Speak divinely to us so we can hear from you. That, Father God, that we will mark we will mark this day as being the day that we give the Lord glory, honor, and praise with our service unto you. And Father God, render glory and not shame unto you. Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, that we will be that light that sitteth upon a hill that cannot be hidden. And so we ask for that wisdom, God. We ask for that wisdom and, Father God, that, that knowledge and that we will get understanding. Because you said in all our getting, get understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Good morning. Good morning to you all. Good morning to you all on Facebook. Good morning to you all on YouTube, to all of our platforms that that are listening um, from uh, from the digital. Um, we thank God for all of you on this great day podcast. We thank you so much for listening in on today. I'm excited about what God is doing in our lives. I'm so happy to be alive. Thank you so much for joining in, uh, Sister Huggins, uh, Sister Jones, Sister Hampton, uh, Sister Torrance, Sister uh, Golden, Sister Haywood, Minister Tony, Minister Yarday. Good morning, John, Deacon uh, Knight. Good morning uh, to all of our brothers and sisters in the faith today. I want you to go ahead now and take an opportunity to do a watch party, share, uh, tag someone in. You know at least about two people. Come on, somebody. We all know at least about two people. Let us go ahead and, and get them in on this because we don't want to get this good word alone. I believe that this is the time of encouragement uplifting, um, to be able to motivate each other in the faith that we can accomplish what our father 
wants us to accomplish. And I believe that God is in our day to day. So let's be encouraged. Let's tag someone in and we will be back after this commercial break. Thank you so much, all of you who have joined in with Life in the Word. I'm not, not Life in the Word, <laughs> Lifeline <laughs> Ministries this morning. Amen. That was our commercial for Life in the Word, Kingdom Ministries. I do pastor that ministry, and we are definitely uh, thanking God for another opportunity to be able to do ministry. Uh, we thank God uh, for each and every one of you who joined Lifeline today. We pray that this message will inspire you, encourage you, and uplift you in your most holy faith today that you may meet the challenges today that God wants you to meet today. I believe that God wants us to triumph. I believe that God wants us to have the victory in our lives. Uh, nobody can't tell me anything different. I believe that God has something supernaturally in store for us today. I believe that God is going to allow us to be victorious today. I believe that God is going to allow us to whip the enemy today. I believe that it is God's plan for us to excel today. I believe that it is God's plan for us to meet, uh, meet the expectations that we all have. I believe that God wants us to flourish. I believe that God wants us to be empowered. I believe that God wants us to be the head, not the tail, above and not beneath. I believe that God wants us to prosper, be in good health, even as our soul prospereth. I believe that God wants us to, to excel in every aspect of our lives. I believe that. How many of you believe that? Come on, I want you to type under your name, I believe. I believe that God has this for us. Listen, beloveds, and, and, and if, if we believe that, if we can believe if we can believe this is our topic on today if we can believe that there are some things that can change in our lives the way that that the the circumstances the problems the issues the things in our lives is going right now they can change i believe our relationships can change i believe our financial situation can change i believe our health can change i believe that our hearts can change i believe our thoughts can change I believe that our our system of this world can change. 
if you can believe. I believe that our families can come back together. I believe that husbands and wives don't have to get a divorce. I believe that children can love their parents and obey and respect their parents. I believe that we can actually be healthy across the board. I believe that we can be made whole and complete. I, can, I believe that some of you on here can be delivered from anxiety. I believe that some of you can be uh, delivered from oppression and depression. I believe that a lot of us on here can be uh, 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 be delivered from generational curses. I I believe that, but it's not it, it's not if I believe it though. It is if you believe it. If you believe it, then then these things can be possible for you. Well, how do you say that, Pastor? How do you say that? Well, Mark 9 and 23, Mark 9 and 23. This is our scripture we're going to use today. Mark 9 and 23 says, Jesus says to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, one thing that I looked at in this, and when I was looking at the story in Mark, this is the story about the man whose son was vexed with a demon or vexed with a lunatic spirit. Um, and this man entrusted bringing his child to the disciples. He knew that the disciples were the disciples of Jesus. He already had heard. We, we, we have to know that he's already heard about Jesus and his disciples delivering people from all manner of diseases, was delivering and healing. And so Jesus wasn't in the company of the disciples at the time, at the moment, and the disciples was there. So they, the man brought his son to the disciples. The disciples at this point was not able to uh, deliver the young man. And so what the, the Bible tells us is, is Jesus comes up after the fact. And the man approaches Jesus. Jesus approaches the man. And Jesus asks the man, what's wrong with his son? And so the man begins to give him the story. And then he, he made sure he told Jesus, well, I brought my sons to your disciples and they couldn't cast the spirit out. So now Jesus tells the man that he will heal his son and he heals his son. Long story short, the Bible goes back to letting us know that the disciples wanted to know from Jesus why was it that I, why was it that we was not able to cast out the spirit? And so here's what Jesus said uh, uh, unto them because of their unbelief, okay? But I want you to see what Jesus says to the man. He says, Jesus says unto him, if you can believe all things are possible. Notice what he said. He didn't say this thing. Because he was dealing with a specific thing. He was dealing with the demon inside of the young, the, the man's son, the young man. But Jesus spoke and he made sure that they understood that, that God is not limited. God is not limited, nor are you limited. God's not limited on his deliverance, his healing, his power, his blessings. And we are not limited on what we can ask God for. I, I need y'all to get this. I need you to get this. God's not limited and we're not limited either. God, God's not limited on giving us power, giving us blessings, giving us what we need. And we're not limited on what we can ask God. 
Listen to what he says. He says, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, he says all things are possible. So that means there had to have been some impossible things in a man's life that Jesus makes this statement. There has to be some impossible things that Jesus makes the statement that all things are possible. Okay, y'all gonna catch that in a minute. Somebody gonna catch that, uh, Sister Williams, in a minute. That the, 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 the Lord deals with the impossible things. He deals with the impossible things. He wants to work miracles. He wants to work signs. He wants blessings to run you down and overflow you. He wants you to have the victory. He wants you to triumph, but he cannot do this if you don't believe. If you can believe, he says all things are possible. Not one thing, not two things, not a few things. He says all things are possible. Can I speak to somebody today? Can I speak to somebody today? Listen, your financial problem is possible to be fixed. Your, your healing in your body is possible to be fixed. Your broken heart is possible to be fixed. Nobody ain't hearing me. Nobody ain't hearing me. Your disease problem is possible to fix. Let's ask the let's look at the story about the woman with the issue of blood. This woman issue had her depleted and drained and exhausted, carrying this thing for 12 years. And and then the Bible lets us know that her issue became other people's issue because according to the Old Testament law, when a woman has a steady flow of the issue of blood, wherever she sits is contaminated, wherever she is contaminated, whatever she touches is contaminated, and she needed to be separated from everybody else. This woman had an issue of blood that was depleting her life. Why was it depleting her life? If you look in the Old Testament, the Bible says that, the, that life is in the blood. Life is in the blood, and this woman's blood continued to keep running. So if it continued to keep running, then it means that her life was being pour, poured out of her. She was being exhausted, struggling, uh, not being able to really fully fulfill and enjoy life. And, and we can be in those places where we are not able to uh, uh, enjoy life and fulfill life as God want us to because our blood is contaminated and we keep running, flowing uh, contaminated blood out. And, and, and the, the woman, watch what the woman did. If the woman didn't think it was possible, y'all, if she didn't think that her impossible situation could be possible for her to be delivered from it, then she would have never stretched forth her hand towards Jesus. She would have never came behind in the press and touch Jesus. If she didn't think her impossible situation could be handled by Jesus, she wouldn't have never pressed towards the mark. She wouldn't have never went beyond people and what they said and what they would have uh, they would have did. She reached beyond that because she knew that her impossible situation is possible for God. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And so Jesus says, if you can believe. I'm talking to somebody right here. Listen what the Oxford Dictionary says about belief. Believe. Believe is to accept that something is true. Believe is to accept that something 
is true, especially without proof. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. Did y'all hear that? In the Oxford, Oxford Dictionary, it says, except that something is true, especially without proof. My God from Zion. In the, in the New Testament, I mean, in the uh, Greek definition, it says to think to be true, to be persuaded of, to credit, to place confidence in. Pistol, it says, watch this, to think to be true, to be persuaded of, to credit, place confidence in. So listen, when we're talking about belief, we're talking about thinking about something that's true, to think to be true, to be persuaded of, to credit or place confidence in. Placing confidence in something. Watch this. I like what Oxford said. Placing confidence in something, especially without proof. Listen, to a, a, to a believer, one who has faith in God, we believing in that which God spoke to us, if we say this in front of people who don't believe God or who don't know God or who not in relationship with God, we are saying it looks to them and it is perceived by them that we're telling them about something that we say is true without proof. Hello, somebody. Because most people can't see God. Most people can't see the plan that God has for you. Listen what the Bible even says. Eyes haven't seen nor ears have heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of man what God has in store for you, Minister Tony. So therefore, when we're talking about belief, we're talking about accepting that which God says is true, especially when it's not tangible proof yet in our hands. Hello, somebody. But what I love about the scriptures and what I love about the Bible is, is that when we don't have the tangible thing in our hands yet, prophetess Evie, Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for in the evidence of things not seen. We have substance already through faith. We have that thing. We see visually that thing and we hope for that thing in the spirit realm by faith. Oh, good God Almighty. Somebody going to come with me on here. So what Jesus was saying to the man, he says, I know that you don't see evidence of proof right now. Good God Almighty. I know you don't see evidence in proof right now, but I need you to believe this right now. I need you to take this as what I'm going to say to you as truth. Good God Almighty. Wait a minute. Wait, he, he said, I, I know that the, the disciples didn't do what they're supposed to do. The, the situation is still the same. And even as I'm ministering to you and saying to, to you what I need to say to you right now, it still looks the same. But what I need you to do, good God Almighty, I need you to believe. I need you to accept what I'm going to say to you especially when you don't see the proof of it right now. I need you to just accept it. Oh, God. Somebody said, I need to accept it. Come on, somebody. I need to accept it. What made the centurion man to get his blessing for his servant was the fact that he accepted the word of God. That means he believed the word of God. And even though he didn't have evidence, his evidence, now watch this. Here's the thing. His evidence was at his house. Good God Almighty. 
the centurion soldier's evidence was at his house, but he was in the presence of the Lord and he had to accept what the word of God said. Watch this. He believed what the word of God said. He accepted that his impossible that he could not fix, he could not deal with, he could not find a way to do it in his own strength. He trusted God with his impossible. What, what are you saying today, Pastor? I'm saying to each and every one of you on YouTube, on Facebook, on podcasts, wherever you're listening from, I'm saying to you on this day, trust God with your impossible. Trust God, whatever it is, trust him with your impossible. I promise you, he won't fail you. The Bible says the centurion soldier knew the power of authority in the word of that one who's in authority. And he told the Lord, don't come under my roof because Jesus was coming to him. He said, don't come under my roof. He says, but speak the word. And if you speak the word, I know it shall be done. Listen, beloveds. And he accepted, he believed, and he accepted with no proof. How many of us can believe God with no tangible evidence? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What you say? How many of us can believe God with no tangible evidence? Your finances still looking the same. Your, your, your relationship still looking the same. Your current situation still looking the same. But can you believe God that he can change that impossible situation? Uh, if you just grab hold to his word, if you grab hold to what he says, those things that are seeming to be impossible, the Bible says all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Good God Almighty, that what we need to do is, is transform our minds and how we think. Listen, beloveds, in the Greek definition, watch what it says. Belief means to think to be true. Wait a minute. So that means I need to change the way that I'm thinking. I got to get my eyes off of the present state of that situation, that present state of that circumstance, that present problem that has become problematic to me, and I need to start changing it by how I think. Listen, beloveds, the Bible says in Romans 12, it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you transform your mind? By receiving the word of God, accepting the word of God. What God said, that's what you believe. Watch what it says, to be persuaded. So whatever God speaks to you, let this thing be persuasive to you. I believe Paul said, I am fully persuaded. <laughs> I am fully persuaded. Is anybody on here fully persuaded that what God says to you, what God promised you that it's going to come to pass, it shall come to pass, it has come to pass? There are some things that God has promised us that we already have been recipients of. There are some things that God said to us that we already received. So if we already received some things from God, we already been recipients of things that things that God have already given unto us, then what 
else can he not do? Oh, I know you might have an impossible situation right now. I know it might look foggy in your life right now. I know it might look difficult in your life right now. But if God did it before, he can do it again. I believe Ty Trippett made a song. If he did it before, he can do it again. Same God back then, same God right now. If he did it before, he'll do it again. Y'all ain't going to say it. Hello, somebody. God is in that business of he can do the impossible. Watch this. To credit, to credit, it means to credit. I cre Listen, I can give credit to my God because I know he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. It's a place of confidence in. I have confidence in God that God can do this. Do I have about two or three witnesses on here that you have confidence that God can do what he needs to do in your life? Oh, come on, somebody. Do I have about two or three people who can say I'm confident? I have confidence in my God. He can change my report. The Bible says in Isaiah, who report shall you believe? I will believe the report of the Lord. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I have confidence in the Lord. I have confidence that I will not remain to be in a financial crunch. I have confidence in God that I shall not be divorced. I have confidence in God that I will not lose my child in this crazy untowards generation. I listen, y'all ain't hearing me. I have confidence in God that God will not let me lose my house, lose my job, lose my business. I have confidence in God that COVID won't take me nor my family out. I have confidence in God that I shall prevail. I shall triumph. I shall be victorious. I have confidence in God that I will not be fully persuaded nor fall for doctrines of devils nor be seduced by any spirits. I have confidence in God. Do I have some believers on here today to say I have confidence in God? Glory be to God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Matthew chapter 17 and 20. It starts off and it says, and Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. Now, here's where we get in trouble at. Here's where we get in trouble at. He says, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if, if, they go that word again, if, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto the mountain, this mountain, watch this, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Watch what he says. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Let's look at this scripture one more time. And let's break it down with the Holy Spirit. He says now, Jesus says unto them, unto them, to the disciples, to those ones who were sitting among Jesus getting his teaching. He didn't say it to one individual. He said it to the body of Christ, to everyone who was listening as well. He said, watch this, if he says, Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, why couldn't you do a thing? Why things didn't manifest in your life? Why did things not materialize in your life? Why didn't the promise fulfill in your life? The reason why is, is because of unbelief, because of wavering and doubting in your mind, swaying to and for in the winds, because we are, we are wrestling with time. Some of us want to suddenly, a quick, 
uh, uh, some some of us want that uh, uh, instant manifestation of something instead of waiting. I say on the Lord, some things cause you to wait. I say on the Lord. Hello, somebody. But but because of unbelief, some uh, fell into unbelief because it had something to do with some somebody or something that was dear to their hearts. And, you know, when we have things that are dear to our hearts, we tend to panic. We tend to go into a frenzy. And instead of believing God, we think we have to make another way. Some of us have uh, placed ourselves in the Sarah mindset. The Sarah mind. Y'all remember Sarah, Abraham's wife, when God said he was going to allow her to have a baby. And she, she looked at her age and looked at Abraham's age. She laughed. Hello, somebody. She laughed at God. Oh, I can't have no baby in this old age. And so when God promised her to have a baby, she decided to make a way to help God because it was not being done in the time frame she wanted. Some of us are operating in a Sarah mindset. Hello, somebody. We working in a Sarah mindset where we think we have to make a way for God that we got to help God. But listen, beloved, God don't need our help. God doesn't need our help. God can do what he needs to do. He's not a man that he should lie. Notice on a man that he has to repent. If he said it, he's going to bring this thing to pass. I have confidence in God that God can do this thing. But watch what the Lord says now. Watch what he says. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, if you do your history on a mustard seed, but a mustard seed can bring forth a harvest, a mustard seed can bring forth plenty. The mustard seed will definitely multiply. It will not stay a small grain. It is going to produce much. And he says, if you have the grain, that grain can produce much. If you have that little grain, it can produce much. All you need is a little grain of God's word. All you, oh, y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. All you need is a little confidence. All you need is a little confidence. God gives you that grain of his word. If you have a little confidence in that grain of word that God gives you, it shall produce for you exceedingly abundantly above what you can ask or think according to the power that will be working with inside of you. If you have that grain of God's word and you have confidence, you accept it and you have confidence in it, it will cause you to move the most difficult thing in your life. What are you saying? The Bible says, ye shall and, and ye shall say unto this mountain. Jesus told them, now watch this. It was a it was a fig tree that they were looking at at first, but Jesus starts talking to them about moving a mountain. Wait a minute. It was a fig tree that God, God moved, uh, Jesus moved, but then he starts talking to them about a mountain, a fig tree and a mountain. It's more easier to move a fig tree than a mountain. I don't hear what I'm saying. And so what he's saying is if you have acceptance of my word, confidence in what I've given unto you, you can move the most difficult thing in your life. You can move the impossible thing in your life. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. If somebody hear what I'm saying, I want you to just type under your name. I hear you. Come on. I just want you to type under your name with exclamation points under it, behind it and say, I hear you. Listen to what I'm saying. He says, and ye shall say unto this mountain, be 
thou remove watch this remove hence to yonder place so that means you can move this thing from one place to another you can cast this thing out of your life you can remove this thing not just out of your life but out of your family's life you have the ability and the authority once you took in the taking the grain of god's word that he's given you and you put total confidence in it you accept it without wavering and doubting that very thing that is impossible in your life shall be removed y'all not hearing me that weapon that has been placed in your life that the enemy placed in your life to cause you to fear to not receive what you need to receive to get what you need to get to receive the promise that god has for you you can move that mountain out of your life cancer is a mountain that can be removed aids hiv is a mountain that can be moved COVID is a mountain that can be moved are y'all hearing me bankruptcy is a mountain that can be moved y'all not hearing me somebody somebody's getting this today somebody if everybody's not moved today oh paint slips oh y'all ain't hearing me y'all ain't hearing me <laughs> paint slips can be removed that's a mountain in somebody's life hello somebody you can have these things move that mortgage that mountain that mortgage your credit listen that mountain of credit that you have it can be removed you don't have to sit there and let that thing just overtake you overwhelm you and you drown in this in this thing what did we talk about on the other day the lord says if you pass through the waters I'll be with you. The rivers won't overflow you. When you go through the fire, you will not be burned. When the flames kindle among you, you will not be over overtaken listen because he will be with you not only will he be with you he's gonna go before you and be with you at the same time only god can do things like that are y'all hearing me he says you can tell that thing to be removed from hence to yonder place and it says and it shall remove listen it's going to obey you why because the word that god gave you causes you to be able to speak to the impossible thing let me say that one more time because of the word that god gave you you are able to speak to that mountain in your life that it will remove by what you have received from god what did jesus say when he was in matthew chapter 4 when he was tempted by the enemy and the enemy was addressing him uh to make him feel like he was inadequate and he could not make it and the bible says that jesus jesus hit him with it is written it is written what the Lord says it is written listen beloveds and Satan had to move out of the way when he found out that the man of God gave him the Word of God listen beloveds that's what we need today confidence in the Word of God that when we speak the Word of God those things that are in our way those obstacles that are in our way we can speak to those things and they shall be removed the Bible says that God speaks those things that be not as though they were, and we have the ability and the authority to do the same thing. Why? Because that's the word that God spoke to us, and now he says, open up your mouth and speak to that situation. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody is shouting right now, because now what the enemy has made for your bad, you get to turn that thing around for your good. Let me tell you what the scripture says. All things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose they are the call and a call and are called to his purpose listen beloveds this is the time 
for it to turn around for you. I need somebody to go ahead and type under your name real quickly with exclamation points and say, it's turning around for me. Oh, I'm speaking my turnaround. I'm speaking my about face. I'm speaking, y'all not hearing me. I'm speaking my, uh, my, uh, my prosperity right now in the name of Jesus. Let me give you this last portion right here. This is the part that's going to make you throw your phone in the air. <laughs> Gonna make you run around in circles at your house. Listen what I'm saying to you. Gonna listen if you in your car. Listen if you in your car when you hear this part. Just pull over. Just don't you don't you try to shout in the car while it's rolling. Just pull over. But listen what the scripture says. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Wait a minute, Sister Ty. And nothing. And to listen. Once you do that. Once you have done the first, you remove the first mountain in your life. Once you remove that first difficult thing in your life. Once you move that first impossible thing in your life by the word of God and the promise of God. When you see that, you will start looking at hey, nothing going to stand in my way. Can somebody type under your name real quickly? If you already experienced that, go ahead and type under your name and say, say to the enemy, there's nothing going to stand in my way. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. There's nothing going to stand in my way. If I want to start a business, I'm going to start a business. If I want to have my own house, I'm going to have my own house. If I want to have my own car, I'm going to have my own car. If I want to have life and have it more abundantly, I'm going to have life and have life more abundantly. Why? Because nothing is going to stand in my way. Nothing that seems to be impossible for a man is going to be impossible for me. Why? Because I'm not just a man anymore and I'm not all by myself. They that be in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And guess what? If God be for me, then who can be against me? And what can separate me from the love of God? Nor, no, not death, nor angels, nor principalities, no wickedness, nothing that can stand in my way when I am in love with God and God is in love with me. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. So those impossible things Things, Sister Tina, those impossible things, Sister Granger, those impossible things, uh, Sister Bacon, those impossible things, Sister Torrance, nothing can separate you from your deliverance, your purpose, your design, your happiness, your peace when you have confidence in God, when you accept the word of God as it is for your life. Oh my God, from Zion, somebody's shouting, somebody's crying right now because you thought that thing that had you, you thought that you were going under, you thought that impossible thing was going to be the thing that ends your life, that will cause your demise. But can I say something to you right now? Now you have power over it. Speak to that thing and say, you got to move in the name of the Lord Jesus. That thing that caused the wedge between you and your daughter, you and your son, you can speak to that thing right now and tell it you got to move in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says God instituted marriage and that a divided house will not stand and I am not going to let my house another day be divided. Speak to that thing. Speak to your finances and speak to that, that, that one that is sifting 
sifting your life and depleting your life of happiness and peace and tell them say that God says I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath I am victorious in the Lord Jesus Christ you have to have confidence in what you're hearing faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God stop listening to the TV stop listening to the radio stop listening to this conversation that is being thrown around in your circle thrown around on your job thrown around in your environment and and trust to believe the word of God. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. I'm happy about this word this morning. Listen, John 11 and 40. John 11 and 40 says this. Jesus says unto her, says I not, un it say, says I not unto thee that if thou would have believed, thou should see the glory of God. Let, let me read that one more time. Jesus says unto her, Saith I not unto thee that if thou would have believed, thou should see the glory of God. Listen, beloved, listen. We all want to experience the glory of God. We all want to see the manifestation of God in a mighty way. We all want to be in the presence of God and experience the glory of God. But here's what Jesus says. He says, if thou wouldest believe, thou shalt see the glory of God. It comes by us accepting and having confidence in God's word. Listen, beloved, if we have confidence in God's word, if we accept God's word as it is, we will see the glory of the Lord. We will see the glory of God and the manifestation of God. Not next year, not next month, not next week. We will see it today. Today is the day that we can see the glory of God and the manifestation of God like we never did before. Watch this because it's not by the power of God. It's not by the might of God that these things in our lives will be manifested. Listen what the word says. It's by his spirit. The Bible said not by power nor by might, but by his spirit, says the Lord. When God presents himself, then everything comes with him. The Bible say in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. Why? Because he will fix our impossible. He will make those things in our lives that seem difficult, problematic, seem like nothing will come of it, seem like you will never get over it, seem like you will never come out of it. God says, I will turn your impossible things and make it possible for you. Oh my God, for I make it possible for you, Sister Betty, to come out of darkness into the marvelous light. Come out into your victory. Come out into your, your financial uh, victory. Listen, beloveds, I'm saying this. He keeps having me to say this because somebody is in financial trouble. Somebody is in, in, a, in a decision whether they need to go and, 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 uh, uh, and, and go into bankruptcy. Inquire about bankruptcy because things are not looking right for you financially. But can I say something to you? God says, if you only can believe, 
I will make sure you don't put yourself in debt. I will make sure, y'all not hearing me. I will make sure that you won't go under in this time and season right now if you just trust me. Somebody on here was thinking about going ahead and selling their house because they don't have the financial uh, the financial backing to keep their house any longer. But the Bible say, if thou can't believe, y'all ain't saying nothing. If you can believe, God will turn that situation around. God's still in the business of blessing you beyond measure. Some of you are willing to let the people come and take your car. Some of you still, some of you trying to hide your car from the repo man because you're afraid. But God didn't give you the spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and of a sound mind. God can turn that thing around if you can believe. Well, you don't understand, Bishop. I got more bills than money. Listen, but you got a God that owns the whole world. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell therein. Listen, beloveds, God can control everything. If you have favor with God, God will give you favor with man. Why shall we fear evildoers when God is for us? Is God before us? Then who can be against us? David said it like this. When my enemies and my foes came to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host camped around about me, my heart shall not fear. When they came in one way, God caused them to flee seven ways. The Bible says in Psalms 34, a poor man cried and the Lord delivered him out of all of his troubles since the time. If we only can believe that all things are possible. God just don't fix financial situation. He fixed relationship issues. You and your, your spouse has been arguing back and forth over six or seven months, almost a year. And now you all talking about going to get a divorce and you say it ain't no, there is no help for it. But have you went to the one who instituted marriage? Did you go to the one who brought man and wife together? Did you go to the creator who is the creator of all flesh? The Bible says in Jeremiah, is there anything impossible? There is nothing impossible for him because he's the God of all flesh. God said, I can restore your marriage, make your marriage greater than what it ever was before. But if you believe it, if you believe it, y'all not saying nothing, y'all not saying nothing to me. Some of you have gotten a doctor's report sick in your body. Some of you are battling symptoms and you scared to go to the doctor because you don't think you're going to make it. You don't want them to give you a bad report. So you just think that you just go ahead and live life with symptoms. But can I say something to you? The Bible says, cast your cares upon the Lord for he cares for you. And if you believe God can make all things possible for you, possible for you to be healed from cancer, possible for you to be healed from sugar diabetes, possible for you to be healed from blood, uh, uh, high blood pressure, possible for you to be healed from all manner of diseases. If you can believe y'all not hearing me some of you started writing your vision and making it plain for your business but now you're afraid to go to get a loan because we in the covid environment i might not get no money listen beloveds god said if you can believe that all things are possible god says i can make these things manifest for you according to how you believe i need somebody to type under their name i have to believe it your mama can't believe it for you. Your daddy can't believe it for you. Your circle can't believe it for you. You have to believe this thing 
for yourself. You have to speak this thing out of your own mouth. You got to declare it your own self. Hello, somebody. I got, a, I got a few more minutes. I got a few more minutes. Let us go to Mark chapter 11, 24. Mark chapter 11, 24. This says, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. I need someone on here to grab this with a firm grip and hold on to it and don't let it go all day. Therefore, listen what he says. Therefore, I say unto you, meaning he's talking directly to the reader. Watch this. What things soever ye desire. What are you desiring right now? Is this thing going to be profitable? Is it going to be healthy? Is it going to be beneficial? Not only for you, but the, your family members and those ones around you. Is this thing that you're desiring is going to make sure that it be productive for your family? Then watch this. It says, when ye pray, believe that ye have received it. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Believe that you have received them. Whatever you're praying to God about, you, you can't give God praise after it becomes tangible in your hand. He says, the minute you pray. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We need to look at that. We need to look at that. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Pray. What do you mean pray? I, I, I need to go here. What, 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 what do we mean when we say pray? I want to go down here to my definition. Mm -hmm. Here's what it means to pray. Prayer. Prayer is a devoted petition to God or an object of worship. A spiritual communion with God or an option of worship. An object of worship. As in supplication, thanksgiving, adoration, or confession. I want to read that one more time. Because when we're talking about prayer, and we're talking about when we pray, Jesus says if we believe this thing, when we pray, we can receive all of those things which we prayed about. Watch what prayer is. A devote, uh, a devout petition to God or an object of worship. A spiritual communion with God or an object of worship. It's worship, y'all, as in supplication, thanksgiving, adoration, and confession. So prayer covers a lot of things. And so when we go back to the scripture, here's what the scripture says. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. So once you pray, when you get up, Michael, when you get up, Evangelist Moore, when you get up, Sister Dixon, believe you already have it. I'm not saying wait for it until it becomes tangible and then you can celebrate and give God praise. No, when you get up, that means you got to have confidence and acceptance that God that God gave you what you asked for. You got to walk with confidence. You got to believe and live with confidence that you already have it. And he says, and ye shall have them, them, them. Anything that you ask the Lord about, it's just not cause money and, 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 and uh, carnal temporary things. I'm talking about spiritual things too. Joy, peace, comfort. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 we, we, we can have those things inwardly we need. A peace of mind. Hello, somebody. When we pray, we can have these things when we pray. 
when we get up from prayer, I need to read this right here too. Let me read this right here about prayer in the, in the Greek. Let me give you the Greek definition of prayer. Prayer addressed to God. Prayer addresses addressed to God, a place set apart or suited for offerings or prayer. Watch this. So there is a place, a place. That place can be in a building. That place can be in your home. That place can be, watch this. That place can be in your closet. But watch this. But also that place can be where you're sitting in your life. That place can be in your financial situation, in your relationship situation, in your community, in your city. Watch this. When you pray, whatever place you're in, when you pray, whatever you pray for, God will manifest that thing for y'all not here. Oh, my God. Somebody need to get this. To, oh, my goodness. Somebody need to get this. To, this day, you need to get this. Listen, whatever place you in, whatever in that place of sadness, in that place seem to be hopeless, in that place of despair, in that place that's overwhelming, in that place that is problematic. In that place, if you pray about what you need in that place, God is going to deliver. Listen, the woman of God wanted a child and she was in the temple and she was praying. But not only was she in the temple when she was praying, watch this prophetess Evie. She was in her sadness. She was in that place of sadness. She was overwhelmed because she wanted a baby, but she was barren. But in that place, she prayed. She didn't listen, y'all. She didn't. She wasn't in happiness. She wasn't in joy. She was in sadness. She wanted a baby. I don't care what kind of posture, position, or place that you're in in your life right now. But don't, don't stop praying. Don't forget to pray. Pray. That's the best time for you to pray when you under pressure, when you overwhelmed, when you are feeling anxiety, when you are feeling defeated, when you feel it. Listen, that's when you pray, because when you pray, you're making petitions to God. You're fighting to get your your prayer to God. You're telling God, I am committed to talking to you, letting you be a part of my life. This is what the Bible says in Proverbs. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That means in your prayer. Oh my God. In your prayer life, you are letting God in to every part of your life. Happy, sad, oppressed, depressed. Every part of your life, you are letting God be in. You are so right, Sister Ty. Praying without ceasing. You just don't pray when everything's going well. You pray when everything is all jacked up from the floor up. But don't forget God. You know, when you pray to God in those kind of places, what you're telling God is, is I trust you. What you're telling God is, is I accept your word. What you're telling God is, is I'm confident in you that you can change my impossible situation and make things possible for me. All things will work out for you if you can believe. If you can believe, beloveds, if you can believe. Watch this. Watch what the Bible says. This is my last thing. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, if God, watch this, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Watch this. If God didn't say anything in your hearing, you listen, listen, if God didn't say anything in your hearing, yes, everything is going to be impossible for you. Everything's going to be a struggle for you. 
everything gonna end up bad for you. But watch what the man of God says. He says, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. We all want to please God, but you can't please God if you don't have what he said. Good God Almighty. The Bible even said, bring him back to remembrance what he said unto you. So therefore, if we cannot show and express the faith that God said to us, then guess what, beloveds? Everything is going to be impossible. Hello, somebody. Watch this. If we don't take in what God says, then the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can't even bring back to remembrance what God even said to us to help us to receive the promise of God. Watch this. But listen what the word says. Because it, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder to those who earnestly seek him. Watch this. Watch this. Those ones have to believe that he exists. Do you believe today that the Lord exists? Even though you don't have a natural evidence, I'm talking about seeing him with your own eyes like the disciples did, seeing him in the flesh. That's what I'm talking about. You don't have that kind of evidence, but you believe him anyway. Good God Almighty. You believe him anyway. If you believe his existence, he will reward you if you earnestly, earnestly seek him. Watch this. The scripture says in Matthew 21 and 22, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask from, ever you ask for in prayer. This my, that's, this is my last thought. This is my last thought. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Listen, if you believe. Listen, beloveds, God said today, I don't know what it is you want. I don't know what it is you desire. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. I don't know what you're trying to win. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying God don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is that you're trying to accomplish, achieve your goal, what you need to, to, to fix, what needs to be, what is a mandate that it be fixed. I'm saying to you right now, it can be if you believe. Listen, beloveds, this has been Bishop Byron Curry with Morning Meditation, a conversation to live by. I dare you to share that with somebody. I dare you to even have a conversation with somebody about that. I dare you to trust the Lord today and see what the Lord will do in your, in your life. God is mighty and strong, and God has made you to be victorious, mighty and strong. I want to share with you today that God loves you, and God wants you to triumph over your enemy. Don't allow the enemy to steal your joy today. Don't allow the enemy to cause you to lose your ground in God. I want you to know that God wants you to triumph. I love you. Keep the faith and let God continue to show you the way. This is Bishop Byron Curry with Morning Meditation. You have an awesome and wonderful day.